0: Welcome to the 2021 Can I Kick It March Madness Preview. We're going to go around the horn and everyone's going to say who their picks for the championship is. I'm Jesse Weber and I've got Wisconsin.
1: Uh, I'm Andy Germuga
2: and I am
1: rooting for friendship.
2: Uh, I'm number one back on the podcast, Dan Cullen, Ashley and I'm rooting for college athletes getting paid.
0: Well, the question wasn't who are you rooting for, it was who's going to win. Duke, baby,
1: that uh, I do not care about in any way, shape, or form.
3: Okay.
0: Well, now that we've got that out of the way, we're going to talk about the uh, Berlin Film Festival, which happened a couple weeks ago. We've seen some stuff. There's a bunch of stuff we haven't seen. There's some awards, and we're going to start with those. Yes, so,
1: Berlin. They have a slate of winners, and mm-hmm, uh, they we're do. excited to hear what they were. Uh-huh. I certainly I mean, have read them, but do were. I recall what any of them are? Well... Cannot
0: say. Are we going straight to the top? I know. Yeah, I think we start with the Golden Bear, which went to Radu Jude's Bad Luck Banging or Looney Porn. That one you remember. Uh, Memorable yeah. title. Yep, sure. The Romanian film from uh, Radu Jude, who has made many films. Uh, this sounds like it is a uh, a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Good movie. Well, yeah. I mean, I have heard good things about it. it sounds like it is a uh, a. I'm not going to come up with the word I'm looking for. Yeah, it sounds like it's pretty good. Uh, Yeah, Grand Jury Prize. The the number two prize went to... I mean,
1: Medlock, Megan, or Looney Port was like, picked up for distribution and stuff, too, wasn't
0: That's it? That's like, right, I guess it was should... picked up by uh, Magnolia Pictures. Yeah. They will release it, hopefully sometime this year. Maybe yeah. next year, who knows?
1: Right, who knows when movies will come out again. That uh, yeah, the,
0: why. yeah, the, uh, the silver bear, the number one, the grand jury prize, so the the top silver bear, but the second best prize overall, went to, uh, Wheel of Fortune and Fantasy by Ryusuke Hamaguchi, which we have seen, we're gonna talk about it later, and then, after that, we're gonna air an interview Believe we, or not, <laughs> we, yep, we got I mean, access, we've, folks. We've done it before. It's not yep. uh, last time we recapped a film festival. We had an interview as well. Yeah, uh, but yeah, this one's gonna be with the director Ryusuke Hamaguchi. Great movie. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about. We'll we've all about seen it. it we'll it. talk about it before the interview. Uh, the jury prize went to uh mister Bachmann and his class, the very long documentary by Maria Speth. Uh again, this is a German film and yeah, I've I've heard it is quite good. It's like three something hours long about mister Bachmann and his class. Is this what uh, I predicted as the winner? I don't even remember. It might have possibly. been possibly. No. I'm not, it's not coming to mind what I picked. I might have picked the Xavier Beauvoir, which didn't win anything. Which that we'll sounds right. About. Yeah, which I, picked... I did see, so we'll talk yeah. about that in a little bit. I picked Introduction. Right. Uh, Yeah. So the Silver Bear for Best Director went to Dines Nage for Natural Light, which I've heard is... The type of movie that would win best director at a film festival without necessarily being especially good in the minds of most critics uh obviously the uh the who's her, the the jury liked it because they picked it over uh you know there's several both acclaimed and movies that are people are excited for that did not win anything uh so yeah there must be something to it uh the silver bear for leading performance went to marin eggert in i'm your man by maria schrader uh which it sounds like is like kind of a comedy uh where dan stevens plays like a robot yeah sure sounds good yeah people love that one i know I feel like I've heard it's, like, all right. I feel like some people kind of like it, some people kind of don't. Uh, yeah, and we should say this is for best leading performance as opposed to actor and actress because they, uh, at some point between this festival and the, le- and, uh, the last festival, decided to get rid of gendered acting awards. Presumably they, uh made that decision knowing that we were going to do it a month earlier as well. Right, yes. And yeah, uh, the Silver Bear for Best Supporting Performance went to Leela Kislinger in Forest I See You Everywhere by Ben Fleghoff, which I believe is a sequel to one of his previous films, but I did hear it had, like, a pretty strong sort of ensemble cast so i think it was not a surprise that one of the performances in the film won the supporting award i feel like there's like a couple of like kind of names in the cast let me see if i can pull that up real quick um oh julie jacob who is in uh uh Sunset the Last of movie is in it I guess she's the only like recognizable name and that that was like a breakout role for her So yeah Um what do we got We've got the uh the Silver Dare for Best Screenplay it went to introduction the Hong Sang Su Let's film. go baby Second straight year, he's won an award at, uh, um... Berlin? Yep. Yeah, sounds like it's, uh, another Hong Seng movie. Well, uh...
2: I mean, I've heard that this one is, like, a little more, um... Like, uh... He's going more, like, formally audacious, um, than (laughs) than he had had in, um... Like, I mean, the thing with Hong Seng Su, like, we've talked about him, he's, like, a very... Uh, he's like not um, I mean he's got like patterns like he he does a lot of the same stuff and like uh, you right. get in a groove and then like uh, Woman Who Ran which he won director for last year at Berlin is like the way he like sort of lulls you into his movies if you've watched a bunch of them he'll cut to security footage and it's like jarring because it's like something that he wouldn't do and I've heard that introduction is more like that where it's like maybe not like you know, he's not going crazy, but he's, like, doing... He's, like, stepping out a little bit, and, uh...
0: Right. Yes. Uh, I think that that lines up with what I've heard, is that th- which is that this is, like, a slightly smaller, like... But a little more adventurous film yeah. for him.
2: Maybe something like, um... Like Claire's Camera, or, like, In Another Country, like...
0: Right. Uh... Yeah. Yourself and yours. Exactly. Uh, And then, yeah, The Last Silver Bear, which was for Outstanding Artistic Contribution, went to Yibran Asuad for the editing of a cop movie by Alonzo Ruiz Palacios, uh, who has been known mostly for his narrative films. He had uh, a movie called Gueros that was very well liked and then he did that movie uh museo with Gael garcia bernal a few years ago but uh this is a documentary i didn't really hear a ton about it it sounds like it's like fine uh yeah i guess we can move on to the uh encounters jury which is maybe gonna be stuff that He's a little more under the radar, so might have even less to say about it. Uh, so yeah, Best Film and Encounters, Encounters of course being the section that uh, is a little more adventurous, uh, lines up with uh, programmer uh, Carlos Chatrian's work in Locarno, uh, but yeah, Best Film went to uh, We. That's the English-language title. Uh, it's new is the French-language title, by Alice Dia. Uh, which is uh, another documentary. Uh, but, yeah. it I think it had pretty positive buzz going into the festival. And, yeah. It was, like... I, I don't feel like the responses were necessarily ecstatic. But, in general, I'd say, like, with encounters this year, like there's a lot of stuff that people like but not necessarily a consensus like, ooh, this one is like the one. Uh and like there's nothing as high profile so there's no like, ooh, this is really something. Like last year we had that eight hour movie, uh, that the Works and Days, ooh. uh, which still has not really popped back up and that I believe won the top prize. And then there was also like higher profile stuff like Matias pinheiro and yeah. christy puyu we don't really have that this year so it's a little more open uh the special jury award went to uh, a f- uh debut feature by Lei Bao, which is called taste which i've heard is like pretty interesting it's about a uh Nigerian football player who's like living in this house with a bunch in Vietnam with a bunch of older Vietnamese women. Uh, I have heard that it's like in the vein of like a siming Long or a Pedro Costa. Uh, so it's uh, it's one that is one that excited some people. I think one of the closest things we have to a, like... Or two of the closest things, in fact, we have to a, uh... Uh, to, like, high-profile directors are the two best director winners, uh... That having been a tie, uh... I guess three people win the (laughs) two films. Uh, Ramon and Sylvan Zerker for The Girl and the Spider... And Denis Coté for Social Hygiene. Uh, we None of us have seen Social Hygiene, which... Uh, what I've heard is that it is kind of like... Coté has made movies... In, he's made a bunch of movies in the last, like, ten years. And, like, some of them have been, like, fine to good. But it, I have heard that this is the best movie of his in a while. So it maybe makes sense that it would winning an award, and then we, me and Colin, have both seen The Girl and the Spider, which is the follow-up for Ramon Zerker to his debut film, uh, Strange Little Cat, Cat. yes, uh, and yeah, do you want to start off talking about that a little bit, Colin? Yeah,
2: so, I mean, this movie, I think, is great, um, (laughs) I'd seen Strange Little Cat back in, like, 2019, because I was doing, uh... I was, like, trying to catch up for, like, what I'd miss of, like, best of the decade sort of stuff, mm-hmm. um, and liked it, um, and then this, it's, like, similarly, um, not similarly paced, but, like, similarly structured and like, mm-hmm. um, how they sort of frame everything and it's, like, pretty steady, um, but this I, like, just liked so much, and I think, like, um, the lead actress, Henriette Confurious, I think? I think that sounds right. Um, It's, like, incredible. Um, And, like, (laughs) it's, like, a really funny movie um, because you have, like, just these weird physical bits of, like, uh, there's a scene where the storm's happening and, like, her window's blown open and she wakes up and just, like, whacks her head on the window. And it's, like, before that she already had, like, a cut on her her finger or, like, (laughs) her finger was injured. And then she has, like... um, what do they call it uh like like um i can't think of what the word is like on her mouth uh not a cancer it's, it's a cold, cold sore, sore cold sore yes yeah. um um and she's like just going through all this sort of stuff physically uh but mm-hmm. i think what the movie does it's like really interesting um it's like people talk about uncut gems all the time and like or when people were talking about Uncut Dims all the time, they talk about how, like, stressful it is and how it's, like, just pure anxiety. And, like, I think that movie, like, obviously that is, like, not an off read to have, but it doesn't really affect me that way. But Strange, uh, Our Girl and the Spider, they do a the thing where it's just, like, you'll be on a single frame and, like, someone will walk in and, like, start doing something. And then someone else will walk in and then you'll, like, see the spider crawl on the wall. And then, like, another person walks in and it's just, like, okay, what's gonna happen? This is just, like, build and build and build. And then, like that scene, like, segment will end. And they'll just be, like, music and, like, insert shots. And then they'll do it, like, all over again in, like, a party. And then, like, when they're moving stuff out of their house, and it's, like, really, really effective. And I've thought about it, like, a lot since we saw it, um, back in, uh, I guess it was, like, late late last month.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, like, basically agree with that. It's really strong filmmaking, uh yeah I think the performances across the board are like really strong uh and it is it's like it's never like I think where some of that like I think part of the reason it's maybe kind of stressful is that like a lot of the relationships are unclear so it's like how exactly are these people relating with each other we're never exactly sure it feels like someone at any point could just like anyone at any point could just start yelling at someone else uh which like never really happens (laughs) even when someone does express displeasure it's like as an aside i feel like uh but yeah Uh, i quite like this film as well and it's
2: like all these like very normal things it's just like they're, like, moving into a new house and, like, getting, like, grout replaced. <laughs> and, like, then they're, yes. like, at a party and then they're just, like, up in the morning and all having breakfast. But then it's just, like, all this stuff just starts happening and you're, like, Um uh, yeah. But, yeah, really, really great. Uh, mm-hmm. uh did, did that get picked up by anybody or? I don't think it
0: has. Uh, I can check on that real quick. I can't
2: remember right now who put out Strange Little Cat. But I think Strange Little Cat is free on either youtube or vimeo uh if you want if like anyone wants to watch that um and get like a vibe for their rhythms uh yeah and that one is like similarly like cotidian <laughs> uh and that it's just like about a family and like all yeah. these like family members coming over and like having dinner that night <laughs> um mm-hmm. but yeah really really great
0: yeah well deserved win Definitely. And then there is also, the only other award was they gave a special mention to, uh, Rock Bottom Riser by Fern Silva, uh, who I think is, like, kind of a, uh, more avant-garde filmmaker who this is his first feature, though it's, uh, I think, a pretty short feature, uh, and yeah, I've heard that this is quite strong as well, uh, I'll say in terms of awards, uh, before we get to just the, uh, the selection as a whole, that, uh, the Prize Prizes, the big critics group that, uh, gives out an award at, uh, gives out awards at, uh, many festivals, like, bisection, uh, they did give, uh, The Girl and the Spider the best film and Encounters, and then, uh, the movie that they gave, uh, best film in competition to is one that, one of a couple in competition, as I mentioned, that were, I think, very acclaimed, but did not win any prizes from the jury, and that is What Do We See When We Look at the Sky, uh, by Alexander Koberidze who is uh, one of the lead actors of another movie, a movie that's encounter- in Encounters that I've seen that we can talk about in a little bit, but I unfortunately did not get to see What Do We See When We Look at the Sky. I was dying to see it, because it sounds uh, phenomenal. Um, it, sound- it It just like it's like pretty long it's like two and a half hours and it's from what I have heard it's just like consistently unpredictable like what is going to happen cinematically like it just it sounds like a movie very uh of a spirit with what I like to see in movies uh but yeah I haven't don't know a ton about it, because I haven't seen it, but it sounds very exciting. Uh, then, yeah, going into the rest of the film selection, I think I mentioned that my pick for, uh, I believe my pick for The Golden Bear was Drift Away, the Xavier Beauvoir film. Uh, a French film starring Jeremy Renier as a, uh, there's a particular word for it, but basically a cop, uh, who we kind of just see him going through his life and work in, like, just, like, very short little pieces. Like, we never, the scenes are all pretty short, and they're all just, like, here's, like, part of a thing that happened. Like, it starts with him, uh... him and his longtime girlfriend have, like, a young daughter, and it starts with him proposing to her. Uh... And which kind of, like, set off alarms of, like, oh, is this gonna be, like, uh... Is it called Drift Away? Because it's gonna be, like, we're gonna watch out, watch this couple just, like, drift apart. But, like... Not really. What ends up happening is that we see a bunch of threads that kind of pop up as like, oh, is this going to be like what the plot is? Or is this going to be what the plot is? And then finally one of those threads kind of comes to a peak and, uh, Renier's character makes a decision that, like, uh, impacts the rest of the movie. And then the rest of the... That, that happens at about the halfway point. And then the rest of the film kind of becomes about... The fallout from that decision. Uh, but still keeping that kind of structure of, like, pretty short little scenes of just, like, a part of a thing happening. Uh, and yeah. Uh, I think it's, uh, quite good. I think Jeremy Renier is really good in it. I would not have been surprised if he had won Best Leading Performance, but, uh, he did not. Uh, then, yeah, another film that, uh, I heard strong reactions to was, uh, Fabian going to the dogs, the Dominic graph movie, which is quite long, and maybe kinda like what I was saying about, uh, what we do when we look at the sky, like, uh, just as, like, doing a lot cinematically, from what I've heard, like, it'll... It, it's just like, uh. It seems like a movie that is kind of like very extra, but maybe in a good way. Uh. So I'm excited to see that. Graf. Graf's last movie. Well, what I've heard is that he makes a lot of stuff for, like, TV in Germany that, like, doesn't pop up in the United States. His last, like, film. Uh but got wide international distribution was, I think, Beloved Sisters, which I think was another, uh, um, adaptation, uh, of, like, a 19th or 20th century book, uh, but, yeah, this one sounds really interesting. Um, going down the list, there's a bunch of stuff that won awards. We've got daniel Bruhl's directorial debut which i heard is kind of like fine and then i think the last thing that we probably want to talk about is the new celine Suyama film which was another uh very well received film that was snubbed by the jury uh yeah i mean it sounds great the quote that like got a lot of people who hadn't seen the film excited, was she said something like, uh... Um... Something to the effect of, when I didn't... When I wasn't sure what to do as a director, I thought to myself, what would Hayao Miyazaki do? And that that was her kind of guiding philosophy making the film. Uh, plot-wise, it's about, like, uh... A young child who, uh goes back in time and meets her mother as a child though it it sounds like it does that in a kind of subtle way where it's more just like oh she uh meets a new playmate and then it's like oh she happens to have the same name as her mother oh maybe she went back in time uh Mm. it sounds like it does that in a really nice way uh yeah yeah. Yes. This it sounds. Did, we, did you mention it's like seventy six minutes long or something? Yeah, like, it's yeah. also
1: quite short. Um. Yeah. It sounds very cool to me. I'm excited. She. I also saw some chatter. She talked about like trying to, to make it her most like accessible film or something right, along I those lines. So. I think. Yeah. Which like is always exciting for me. I'm always interested to see like what directors think are like going to connect with a wider audience. Um.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm excited about this one. And yeah, Neon picked it up. Yeah. Uh, like her last movie it seems like she like like part of the point of premiering it at berlin is she was like i want to make this movie quick and i want to get it seen by audiences quick so like i would imagine it won't premiere worldwide until after berlin's kind of uh summer whatever that they think they're gonna do in june uh but i could imagine it It seems like at least she would be fine with it premiering online, so who knows. Or, yeah, it seems like it will be out on the soon-ish side. Um, going over back to Encounters, a few more things to talk about, uh... We've got the Jim Cummings film that he... Uh, co-directed with pj mccabe which like i think a lot of people were bothered like they made pretty hard to access even for critics who were accredited by the festival but like i think the people who saw it were like oh that's like pretty good kind of in line with the reaction to most of his movies like people seem to like them he's like someone interesting to keep an eye on i didn't see the wolf of snow hollow but I like Thunder Road a lot, um, there's a movie called A Soar, directed by Andrea Sontana, which was not on my radar that much, and I did not, uh, hear a lot about, I think it's, like, what I heard is just, like, it, that it's, mm, kind of, like, alright, pretty good, to pretty good, but, it now is on my radar is something that i would like to see at some other festival because uh and i want to get this credit right do they have it i guess i don't this credit only appears in some places but it seems to be a legitimate credit is that it's like written and directed by andreas fontana but then there's like a Special contribution to the screenplay credit that goes to uh, Mariano Guinness, which is going to put anything on my radar. Of course. He seems like, he, I think he has like one or two other screenplay credits that are like in the work, so it seems like. And he maybe, I maybe heard something about him having like an adaptation of a ballet at the Buenos Aires film festival. So it seems like he's been busy during the pandemic. Like he also had a short film that came out last year that to my great chagrin has not been (laughs) translated into English yet. Uh, and then, yeah, the only other thing I want to highlight in encounters is one other movie that I did see, uh, Bloodsuckers, the Julian Rattlemeyer film. I think this is his second film. This is the one that I mentioned stars, uh, Alexander Kobaridze the Georgian director of, uh, What Do We See When You Look at the Sky? Uh, and it, this is just, like, it's, like, a very dry, like, vamp, kind of a vampire movie. Like, there are vampires in it. But it's not really about vampires, it's just this, like, kinda social satire. It, like, almost begins to feel like it's a satire of a social satire. It, like, uh, Koberidza is playing this character who's, like, uh, starts out pretending to be, uh, a Russian, uh, like uh, like, a duke or something, and then he meets this lady in Germany who seems to be kind of interested in her, him, and then, like, is like, yeah, sure, come stay at my house. And then, uh, he, like, immediately, uh, in the middle of the night, wakes up and tries to steal all her a bunch of her money from a safe, and then her and... servant catch him and are like okay what's up and he tells this very long story uh about how he was an actor in a Sergei eisenstein film where he was playing vladimir lenin and then as the film was being edited uh lenin fell out of favor with stalin so he got cut out of the film and became like a national disgrace Uh, and so he's like, and yeah, I want this money so I can make a film to prove that I am a great actor. And so then, like, they, it's just, like, a bunch of stuff. It's got a bunch of stuff happening. It's a lot of fun. I thought it was very funny. It's, uh, from what I've heard, it's maybe, like, a tad more accessible than Rattlemeyer's last film, which didn't get any kind of, uh, U.S. distribution. I could imagine someone, like, putting this out on a couple of screens and then sending it to VOD. Uh, But yeah, I would say, like, if you get a chance to see this film, whether it is at another festival uh, or something else, uh, it's one of the movies from Berlin to keep an eye on. And then, yeah, like, I, I think especially because of how condensed the festival was, Even though, in theory, you could see more movies a day because, like, excuse me, uh, you didn't have to travel between venues. It, it, and it, it still, it was only, like, six days, so it ended up being kind of hard to see, like, really check out a lot of the movies from Panorama and Forum, which, like, those are sections that usually have interesting films, and, like, uh... The Inheritance, the Ephraim Asili film, which mm-hmm. is playing in virtual cinemas now, which uh, I think those of us who saw it at New York Film Festival all liked it, uh, that did play in the forum section. Uh, there's a movie called The Good Woman of Sichuan that, uh, directed by Sabrina Zhao, that I heard was pretty good. But, like, yeah, there's not, just not a ton of stuff in Panorama or Forum that I heard much about. So, yeah, I think we can transition into our discussion of the film that the three of us have seen, which is Wheel of Fortune and Fantasy. Which, I can start by saying... I think we all really like. We talked about uh, Asako 1 and 2 Yes. on our preview for the festival. Mm-hmm. I we kind of think... talked about it. I just said what happens in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about it a little bit. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I think we all really like that, and yeah. we all really like this as well. Uh, Cullen, take we'll it away for... with the recap. No, please. No, no it's... Uh... <laughs> It's a film in three parts. Yes, uh, two little short stories. Yeah, three it's like yeah, they're like if one of them came out as a short film, it would be like a longish short film. They're all yeah, like, they're a like forty for a half hour. Yeah. Yeah. a half hour to forty minutes, yeah. I think the whole thing uh, is two hours like yes
3: yeah. Okay. Uh, then
0: yeah. That. So yeah, uh, they're each are about kind of like some sort of coincidence uh the first one is kind of like a a love triangle the second one is about uh this teacher and some of his students uh and then the third one is about uh a woman who goes to her high school reunion specifically wanting to catch up with an old classmate and uh fails to do that but then maybe finds that classmate later or does she
1: yeah and the third one is also like set in like a alternate future where there's no technology yeah it's like
2: there's like a (laughs) massive
0: leak and because yes. of it, like everyone's like, like drop technology. Yeah, it's like this big computer virus that like leaks everything and people are like, Alright, we just like cannot use uh, the internet anymore. Yeah, it's uh,
2: really fascinating. Like that it just like yeah. starts telling you that and then it's like here's just this story. Right. And then it's yeah. just like a
1: pretty small story where that's
0: like not a huge
1: element in how
0: it, yeah, it plays like out. comes like, up a few times. Yeah uh well uh yeah i i asked about uh how that sort of premise relates to the pandemic that we're going through now and so you'll hear a little bit about that nice in a moment uh but yeah it's just like i think it's really really good i think all of the segments are really interesting i will I ask about the blocking, which, like, he tends to have very long scenes, and, like, even though these are short films, the scenes themselves are pretty long, and so, like, it is, like, really interesting to just, like, see these actors move around space, Mm -hmm. uh... Over... Yeah, the first like, one, like, half
1: kind of, of, of it, movie. or, like, maybe a third of it, is, like, just, like, in a car, in the back of a well, car. One Yeah, it's, like, in a
2: car, in I this mean, office, and then at the, yeah, the, the cafe. Mean, yeah,
0: yeah, especially the first one. It is. It just yeah. has those three scenes. And, yeah. like, I think the office one, especially, is, like, at least 15 minutes long. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, And then, here, Andy, you go, since you haven't talked much. <laughs> haven't I? I'm really sure. Uh, yeah,
1: I... D- did like it very much, yeah, I think also, especially the second segment was my favorite, um, mm-hmm. that's the one that I was, like, it's just, like, a really, like, bravura, like, performance, and, like, the character of the professor, I think, is, like, so funny, mm. and so, yes. like, well-observed, and, like, he cause he's, like, he's just, like, a no-nonsense guy, and, like, is, yes. like, like, what you see is what you get, and, like, the uh, the, the the student character who mostly interacts with him is, like, very like doesn't know how to deal with that i think in a way Mm -hmm. that is like really really funny and really pays off really well in that in that section yes
2: yeah yeah um i mean the first one i think is like it's like hard to pick a favorite um but i mean the first one i was just like so in and like the lead actress in that one is like uh really really great um but then the third one like I found just, like, so beautiful. Um, yeah. But uh, the first one, it, like... Because, you know, Asako uh, 1 and 2, which we talked about, has, like... It's it's not fair to, like, call it supernatural at all, but it's, like, almost, like, it's so, uh, like, crazy that it's, like, the two people that look exactly alike. Um, yes. Uh, and there's, like, a bit of that in um, the... Uh, in the first one, where it's, like, everything that's happening is so coincidental, and, like, all yes. three of them are about it, these, like, The reality encounters. is kind of heightened. Yes, exactly yeah. that. Perfect. Um, but there is, like, this one scene in the first one where, um, like, so it's, like, two, like, an act, uh, or a model on a photo shoot and, like, her friend, um... And they uh, are talking about, like, the friend's relationship. I'm not going to do it again. Andy's looking at me like, oh, I'm just going to say everything that happens. But it's I, like, can, um, I can feel him Gear it up. It's going um, to go. It's, like, just, you know, so straightforward. And then at the end of the segment, you have, throughout the cafe, and they're, like, talking. And the guy that they, like, have uh, is, like, one of them, the, the model's ex-boyfriend and the friend's, like, current, like, flirtation... Right. she, like, cute with him, yeah. Yeah, um, walks by the restaurant, and... Or by, by the cafe, and comes in, and it's, like, this... She, like, makes, like, a pretty crazy decision. Is like, uh, you, like, have to choose right now, like, which one you want, and then it's, like, that isn't real. <laughs> and then, like, cuts back to reality, and then she, like, just, like, sort of politely leaves. Um, yeah. And that was, like, really, really, uh crazy when that happened i was like oh my god (laughs) Uh, but um
0: yeah it's like sort of a hongian conceit to like play out the same scene twice
2: exactly um yeah and then the second one uh they i mean the 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 thing with like all three is like the chance encounters because like the third one in the second one ends with like five years in the future after this like event (laughs) between the professor and this uh this woman um and she just, like, runs into the guy who, like, caused everything bad to happen for her. And right. she, like, the bit of, like, her, um, sending the email, like, that's, like, one letter off to, right, like, yeah. the school yes. instead of to the guy is so <laughs> intense. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I really, yeah, I loved it as well, like, if I haven't made that clear yet. It's just, like, so, so good. Yeah. Um and like I, I gotta watch Happy Hour just because like Hamaguchi might be just it's one so of my nice. guys,
0: right? Uh, yeah, Happy Hour is my favorite. Of it, does, films, yeah, it does, yeah, it does make me want to check out more.
1: I I do think I like Asako a little better overall, See? but I do think like all like I like I was like a little less into the third segment. Maybe it would pop for me a little more on the rewatch. Um, but yeah, I I I do like. I think it's like the you know it has like an almost like storybook or like fable feel. Yeah. to it in a way that I think, like, is really, like, special and really unique, and, like, I feel like we don't have a ton of people playing around in that, like, that version of a heightened reality
0: today, uh, and I really value it, and I think it's really cool. Yeah, Yeah, and the other thing is that, uh, it does, uh, it sounds like the, these three, uh, shorts are three of seven with kind of similar themes that he has written so we oh. it I, it doesn't sound like there's necessarily a plan yet to produce the rest of them but there yeah there could be more uh and then he also this is like kind of a a smaller project uh it sounds like he's got like almost ready uh uh an adaptation of uh, what's his name? The uh, guy who did the story that Burning is based on.
2: Oh, oh, Hiroki uh, Murakami.
0: Yes, uh, but I think he's called Drive My Car. It sounds like that's like maybe also coming out this year. So yeah, uh, another filmmaker who seems pretty busy. <laughs> yeah,
1: more power to him uh yeah very yeah very
0: excited for him to keep working yeah absolutely
1: don't just take our word
0: for it why not hear from <laughs> the man himself yeah so we are gonna cut now to an interview with uh Ryusuke Hamaguchi you'll hear uh my voice asking questions and then his voice uh responding in Japanese and then you'll also get the, uh, answers from, in English, from, uh, the translator, uh, Mihoko Imai. Uh, so, yeah, uh, enjoy that brief interview. All right, uh, I want to start out by asking about, uh, duration, which I find is kind of a theme in all of your films whether it be the actual duration of the film you've made very long films or uh the duration of scenes within the film and i was wondering kind of at what point in the process uh duration enters your mind
4: はい。
3: ってということを
4: so I think the uh, the length or the duration comes from, well, first of all, it comes from my uh, desire to, when you depict an event, I want to show it from the very beginning to the very end. I want to show you in its entirety. So where does it start, who entered from where, who exited to where, and so forth. And that's why I think my scenes tend to be very long. Uh, And when you have, and also um, uh, I am also very deliberate in uh, creating stories that depict the relations between people. And so when you have maybe one or two relations between people, then you could make a short film. But when you have a dozen (laughs) and so uh, many, um, then uh, you would have to create a feature length film, I suppose, and that's where all of the duration comes from.
0: Okay, so, uh... Uh, continuing on with the kind of conception of the films were these uh chapters of this film conceived separately or uh as a single film from the beginning
4: mm. この話の構造
3: ま、主に偶然はい大体その
4: so I would say it's both kind of a separate and also part of a big project, I would say. So the answer is it goes both ways. Uh, This project in particular, uh, Wheel of Fortune and Fantasy, it's actually comprised of seven short stories. So, um, yes, so it was uh, kind of a recurring theme uh, throughout these stories of what happens uh, that stems from fortune as said in the title, or chance, let's say. Um, and I so I kind of premeditated in my head. So to make a, a feature film, it would be probably three or four short stories that would have a duration of 30 or 40 minutes. Uh, and so first of all, to uh, go back a little, so when when I had completed the uh, seven short stories, um, I went to my producer, Mr. Takada, who was just with us or who is with us now, uh, and said, what do you think? And that's how the project started. Uh, and then uh, there was this notion of, okay, so to make one feature film, maybe three or four short stories, 30 or 40 minutes in duration. And then I thought of, uh, how, okay, so how do I want to sequence these three stories? So uh, that's how it all came together. Uh, to get, uh, together so they're both individual endeavors and consolidated endeavor at the same time
0: mm-hmm. okay uh, because of the length of the scenes uh i i found that the blocking was really complex and i'm curious how that came together
4: mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
3: だね、。It <笑> <あの、笑> is indeed hard. Yes. <笑>あの、まあ、ってうまく
4: Mm. Uh, so how it is indeed uh, difficult, as you mentioned, uh, how do you block your characters and how do you move them in these really long takes? Uh, so what I do is I just give them a rough sketch of, OK, this is where you want to enter the room and this is how you want to exit. Uh, we're going to put cameras here, 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 uh, which will probably cover uh, basically the, the whole scene. Uh, and then we just, and, and then as for the specifics, I leave that really up to my actors and actresses. Uh, so what we do is we d- do several takes over and over and over until we get the right one. And then we use the ones that worked uh, to connect that to the next take. And then we do it over and over and over, uh, which is a huge burden on uh, my cast members because they have to do it over and over again until they get one that is right. Uh, and uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's very burdensome on the cast
3: members. This is a very difficult thing for cameraman. yukiko is one only one basically, it's the cameraman. フォーカスを合わせながら追わなくちゃ to be mm
4: um, so uh, it, of course it's burdensome on the actors and actresses as well, but my cinematographer I think had the toughest time doing this mm-hmm. because uh, it was just uh, we had one cinematographer uh, Miss Yukiko Ioka and we had one camera that she had to work with, and uh, she had to chase the actors and actresses mm-hmm. as they were moving along in probably in unprecedented, unexpected ways, uh, and always having to uh, you know adjust the focus uh, in tandem with their movement. So it was very much like. Like probably like uh shooting a documentary uh, and for so when you do it in this manner to shoot one scene usually takes two to four days
0: so would it be correct to say that you're kind of condensing rehearsal and shooting into a single process
4: mm-hmm.
3: 撮影に収録させているってただ、舞台
4: Uh, The the rehearsal is a completely separate process in in my filmmaking. uh, We just uh, lock ourselves into a meeting room and then we have the uh, actors and actresses read repeatedly the dialogue again and again and again uh, until it's just automatic uh, response. It just comes out of their mouth. And then we go to the location uh, on on site. Uh, Usually for rehearsals, we, we take a whole day. Ah, yeah. location uh, so just just to rephrase that so there's a rehearsal process uh, a, a, a very uh uh kind of meaty rehearsal process and then we go on location we do another rehearsal on 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 location and that usually takes one day because it, we we don't we can't we ha- we don't know how to move the actors unless we get there so Two separate processes.
0: Okay. Uh, So I read in another interview that uh, while the kind of situations of your films are often unrealistic, the dialogue is written to be as realistic as possible. Uh, But then I noticed that uh, in the second chapter of this film, uh, one of the characters is told that she thinks and acts without being bound by common sense. Was that kind of an intentional way to maybe uh shift the way you write a little bit to write a character like that
4: shift the way oh so shift the way in which he writes meaning so was there something very characteristic or uh, special about that moment for that character do you mean If you could clarify a little bit.
0: Yeah, just to to be able to write a different type of character, maybe.
4: Okay. Okay, okay. うん、うん、言う芯が
3: で社会。なので、well, hi, hi. Hi.
4: so uh first half of the question uh so when, when okay you talked about the the uh unre mm-hmm. On reality, and then and then the uh, versus the reality uh, that is infused in the dialogue. And uh, I'll, I'll start my answer by uh, defining what reality is in my film. Uh, this is not general reality that I depict, but it is my reality, my own individual reality uh, that I depict here. And ha- being a Japan who lives in Japan, of course, that will uh, definitely be infused with uh, certain values of Japanese society and so forth. So there are lines where a character does something that is kind of seems uh, unnatural, out of line, or seems to be uh, amoral. For example, um, but the 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 way that in which I structure my characters comes from this sentiment. I depict individuals, and I think that individuals are not there to exist for society. They are an existence in their own right, and so uh, through that, uh, it is uh, my uh, sort of approach as a filmmaker to depict their own individual desires and uh, their psychological reality of each of these characters and excavating that.
3: So, not a to the not the character Mm -hmm. So, uh, when
4: when I'm writing these screenplays, I don't write characters that serve as a particular function in the story. Rather, as I'm writing, I'm waiting for that moment in which the characters will speak of themselves, almost autonomically.
0: All right, well, thank you so much. Uh, Thank you very much. Yeah, both for the interview and for the film. Yeah, thank you
3: so much. Sorry, we don't have much time. (laughs) <laughs> sorry
4: thank you thank you for the
3: interview all right welcome
0: Bye. Bye. all right thank you everyone for joining us yes uh, you are listening to can i kick it you can follow us on twitter at can i kick it you can follow us on letterboxd at cikipod you can follow us on twitter you can fo- follow us can twice follow- on Twitter if you want. <laughs> sure, follow us with your alts. Uh, but you can also follow me on Twitter or Letterboxd at uh, J.P. Glickweber. Yep. And, of course, we have our first uh, March Madness result uh, for the 16-seed uh, Texas Southern has beat uh, Mount St. Mary's 60-52, to 52. Uh, Drake and Wichita State are at halftime with Wichita State leading twenty-one to twenty.
2: Great, <laughs> a little
1: timely update for y'all. Uh, yeah, my name's Andy. You can find me online at andy t germ uh, and uh, That's Twitter, Letterboxd, etc. Uh, I will plug this week a movie or a, a movie I watched recently: uh, Young Girls of Rochefort. Uh,
2: incredible movie. Uh great, great stuff. Uh
1: have you plugged this before,
2: Cullen? Is that no, what, what this is about? But my plug that? will tie into that. Okay, great. Do you want to say the now? coffee?
1: Uh yes. Uh if you like what we're doing and want to support us, you can donate on coffee ko F I slash can I C A N N E S I. We are still uh a few a couple of weeks left, I believe. I should have checked the date. Uh it started on the twenty second of February. So, yeah, we at least have another... I'm going to say we have another week um, cause to account for the shortness of February. So, uh, we have received uh, seven, what we're counting as seven donations so far. The threshold for Andy to do a little dance on our TikTok, which we have started and then not used since the first day, I believe, uh, is 20 no. donations. So, we need 13 more donations in the next week from when this episode is released. Uh, so... Tell your friends all it takes is like one don- all it takes is one donation, just one three dollar donation, uh, and that counts, uh, to get me to quote do a
2: little dance, unquote, on the TikTok. Colin. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. So Andy plug Young Girls at Roachfort. I wanna plug a movie I watched last night, um which is Young Girls at Roachfort, to put it very reductively, is Young Girls of Roachfort setting a mall in the eighties uh Chantal Ackerman's Golden 80s which is just yes. the best movie um we talked uh Histoire du Amérique uh yes uh food family and philosophy great movie um yeah. and that is like Golden 80s is like the pleasantness vibe of that ranked up like times a million it's so just the best vibe movie nice. i've ever seen uh perfect movie <laughs> That's it. Oh, and I'm Clashley on Twitter and (laughs) Letterboxd. Our fourth co-host is isn't here, uh, Emilio. He's I Laugh Alone on Letterboxd and I'm Laugh Alone on Twitter. Our theme song is by Tree Related. You can find them at soundcloud.com slash Tree Related or Tree Related on Spotify. And then speaking of donations, if you'd like to donate money, I would advise not to us, (laughs) but to... The website anti dash asian violence resources card with two Rs co um A better place to put your money than for Andy to do a little dance. I'll donate the whatever. I just get my stimulus, I'll donate the rest to get Andy No, to do you don't dance. You, you don't count and no. then you, you donate count, everyone yeah, else. Cohen doesn't count to a proper resource. But with that just
0: Alright, I am going to release our audience. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. And, Colin, you're going to get this out before halftime is over so that uh, those results... <laughs>